You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. As a man who used to wear navy blue and white, is now wearing black and white, and I reckon he'd be pretty happy to see his side currently, and I don't think he'd mind too much if the one in navy blue tracked alongside and for the next couple of years Brendan Bolton the Collingwood Director of Coaching has been good enough to join us down there Brendan thanks for joining us on AFL Nation mate it's Andy Maher and Brenton Sanderson upstairs Andy Sando thanks for having me on mate it's not going to be one of those days is it Carlton are trying to get into the VFL final series here and uh, it's a point the diff early into the final quarter we're not going to get another one of those days here are we well the way our years panned out you'd probably think so so uh, <laughs> no nah, it'll be a really tight contest and um you know, I've uh, got a little bit of a soft spot for some of the players, particularly at, at Carlton. I think uh, that first draft with Weeders, Harry, Charlie, Jack Silvani was a strong one. I, I hope those lads do well, but we get the win. Do you know what sort of midfield you're going to... I know you're the director of coaching, but have you got any intel out of the Blues as to what sort of midfield you're going to be facing today? There's, you know, obviously the big doubt about Sam Walsh. Has any news found its way to the Collingwood camp? I will prepare for him playing, and obviously he's an absolute star of the competition. I respect him really highly. His gut running's unreal. So from our perspective, cross fingers, he's out. But, um, no, we don't know as of yet. OK. Bolt's outstanding season. Uh, 15 wins and six losses coming into the final round of the year. I think you know, Collingwood's probably exceeded everyone's expectations, probably uh, externally. But in- internally, there would be great belief with the club. Pressure and tackles has become the trademark. That's where... You are elite. Is there any concern around the contested possession and clearance numbers, which haven't been Collingwood's strength this year? Oh, yes and no. Um, you know, some I can remember when we were in Hawthorne days and doing quite well, that, that stat was quite low. So we look at not only stoppages, but the next phase of play and look at um, the combination of those statistics. In saying that, though, we'd love to take territory straight away. But if we don't, we think we're a balanced enough team to be able to herd them on turnover. Yeah, it looks like, I mean... I, I think the strength of the back line too, you know, with, the, with, with Howe and Moore and Murphy, their, their, their ability, you know, airily to, to get on top of anything that's, that's lost around contests sort of enables you to, to potentially not have to dominate contest and clearance. Oh, we still want to win clearance. Um, but again, that's second phase. So if you're winning it, are you containing it in your front half? And if you're losing clearance from time to time, you might be bouncing well. So it's, it's not as simple, I think, as just looking at... The clearances are going uh, going well. But um, in saying that, as I've said a couple of times now, we, we'd rather take the territory and hold it. And what about the Blues today? What do you have to do well to combat their strengths? Oh, I think you've already just mentioned, you know, up front, um, Charlie and, and Harry in particular, you know, they're, they're really good. And when they get their game going, they can get forward half pressure with the smalls. So um, it's going to be a real contest. Our defenders are going well. So I'm going to look forward to how well we bounce and intercept out of work there and how well they're marking and holding it in. And obviously, Andy mentioned that you've sat in the hot seat um, as Carlton coaches. This is obviously the biggest rivalry in AFL footy. Um, has it been any different 
being on the other side, being being part of Collingwood this week? No, I think um, it's fantastic for footy, isn't it? It should be a pack G. Um, traditional rivals, I think we've got some youngsters just learning and understanding that. But the way Fly's coach, he's been really measured, just uh, making sure they embrace that and play in each moment. You know, there's going to be plenty of mistakes on both parts, but our youngsters need to make sure you don't, you don't worry about the past, keep playing the next contest. I think that's really important in a big game like this. But, yeah, I can't wait to see it packed out. Brendan, I was talking to Sando earlier about, you know, stepping up in the moment and, and, and not, not shying away on these big stages. How much has your group, have you seen this group grow um, given what it's been through in so many tight finishes second half of the year? Yeah, although you'd rather be winning games by yeah. five, six or ten <laughs> goals, Andy, we, we yeah. haven't. But there's always a win out of that, isn't it? Lived experience and shared experience. We know, you know, teams that have continuity with a list on the oval usually do well and we've had fairly good continuity this year so in those tight games we've had real lived experiences that we can learn from when it's been tight to either chase a margin down or hold on so yeah we've been fortunate in that scenario that we've had cool heads and um, learned on the on the job each week so without giving us any sort of in, inside intelligence that you've got as to why you do it have you got a theory as to what what is it about this group that's seen it you know, deal with those tight finishes as successfully as it has? I think it's not just one answer to that question, but we've got really good leaders. I was, Sando would know, I was surprised with some of the footy intel um, and understanding of the game. You know, Jeremy Howe, um, mm. Darcy Moore, Pendlebury, um, up forward Billy Elliott. We've got some, and even the Dacos brothers, they've got really smart intel to understand what's going on at any particular time and make smart decisions. So, What's happened, because we've had that core group of like on-field on assistant coaches, they've been able to spread it through the rest of the group quickly and get on the same page because when it's tight, when you're not on the same page, it's really challenging. And uh, this group's grown to get as many core players understanding what's required in those tight times. And I really applaud the leaders in that group I just spoke to. And Brendan, I'm a simple man. I don't understand the game as well as people like you and Sando do, but I wonder whether you give me a sense as to this. I look at your Collingwood team and I see a whole lot of players who are good in one-on-one contests. And I know that's a thing that we hark back to. It's not really part of the modern game, but it still comes down to moments every now and again where a player gets caught out one-on-one and they've got to win their battle. Is this a group that is full of players that are good in that aspect of the game? Yeah, well, we certainly trained it, so it doesn't happen by accident. We've spent hours of contest work or fight work, like we call it, and um, you build confidence through action. So our group, um, you know, our fitness staff, I can't remember the amount of hours we've spent in doing that, but, yeah, you're right. You've, sometimes you can overcomplicate this game. Just winning contests, ground and air, and multiple times over and over again can get you a result, and um, we've been able to do that um, for a large part of the year. And we have... Um Lucky to have Craig McRae on, you know, the, the drive show on SEN every couple of weeks, and he's an unusual senior coach. He, he's not your typical kind of alpha, and he talks about your committee a lot. He talks about you. He, talk, he mentions all of the other coaches a lot when he talks about where the leadership's coming from and the planning and the whole thing. In terms of uh, functional and enjoyable coaching teams that you've been part of, and you've been part of some outstanding ones, where does this one sit in terms of the harmony and the cohesion um, and, the, and the shared experience that you're all having together? Yeah, firstly, in terms of Fly, what a fantastic year he's had. And I had a giggle on uh, 
Your front pass show the other night when yeah. you went back to his uh, roots and you can see why he is the yeah, way absolutely. he is. He's a ripper. Um, so well done on that. But um, the thing about uh, AFL coaching is, you know, back 20-plus years ago, there was two or three coaches in the senior coach and a lot of it went down to the senior coach. But these days, if you're in and been around the professional environment, it's the sum of the parts and Fly gives really good autonomy to all his assistant coaches and he knows it's an us-not-me mentality and... Uh, he compliments and thanks his staff regularly. He's done a terrific job to make people feel valued, have ownership and autonomy. And um, we often point the finger at the senior coach and not to dismiss they haven't got a big part to say, but um, how that group functions together is usually the result of a successful club. I lived it at Hawthorne and I'm living it here now. Well, mate, it's a huge day. Uh, congratulations on what you've brought to this Collingwood group. Good luck today and good luck for the rest of the season. Appreciate your time. Yeah, good luck, Bots. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Cheers. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.